Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational and societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we continue from last week. Okay, we'll teach and we'll flow. As the Spirit would have us go, we will teach and we will flow. Mandeleko supralakidia. We will teach and then we will flow. Hallelujah. Amara, don't leave that keyboard. I will need you. We will teach and then we will flow. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. So, skillful authority part two. Skillful in authority part two. Skillful in authority part two. We are narrowing down on the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. Hallelujah. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. So the idea of this series is to get us, you know, skillful in authority, as the name says. Now, when you are skillful, you get consistent results. Now, in the days of Beckham, you know David Beckham? When the Beckham gets a freak in a particular spot, you can see it, you can just start shouting, go. It was that skillful that when you give him a particular spot, it's as good as scored. So it's skillful. Doesn't think it twice. He knows what to do, where to place the ball, how to stand, how to run, and take his shot, and you can say, it's done. It's a go. All right? So when you are skillful, you get consistent results. So that your walk of faith is not a game of chances. It's not today it works, tomorrow it doesn't work. It always works. Skillful in authority. This is what Christ would have us, you know, become. To be skillful in authority. It is one thing of authority than to know how to consistently dispense it the right way to get the right results. And this is why we are taught. It's why we are studying. We are growing because growth will get you there. Hallelujah. All right? So, when things don't work as you would, it's a call to growth. It's a call to growth. It's a call to growth. So, your, your, your job is to go back, find out what went wrong there. How could I have done it better and learn from it? So that we can consistently produce results. We have said in our Father's house, all things are ours. All right? So that whatever you don't have access to, is not your father's fault. It is you that do not know what you are doing. The prodigal son is that brother again. So the father, that father, this is your bad son just came back now. And you killed a calf for him. You bought him a new clothes. Kill on shell, gone, 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 gone. What's the matter here? What's me? I've been yelled the while. You gave me nothing. The father said, ah, I'm shocked they are kind of bad. I'm shocked they have a problem. And the father, father sounded, you know, bemused that, oh, wow. Guy, all things here are yours. I did not know you know it. 
I don't know you know it's goats. Me, Mokoja. Really? You know it? You don't know where to pick ropes from? I should pick ropes. I was shocked. All things here are yours. So many times, we're like, we're like that pretty son's elder brother. You see your neighbor that prayed and got resolved. Like, God has saved rights. Now we do this thing. People say, God has saved rights. It's not, it's not about God having saved rights. There are people that have learned skill in using authority. So we can all grow and develop skill in these things. That's the idea. Skillful in authority. So that you stop fighting God when things don't happen the way you want them to happen. You should grow and get better results. So we said, we grow by study, prayer, practice, working in love and fellowship, church fellowship. Okay? Hebrews 10, Hebrews 10, 25. Hebrews 10, 24, 25. Hebrews 10, 24, 25. We see there, okay, that you consider how can stay one another to good works, okay, and to, you know, to constantly gather together as church. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's go down the screen. On the screen, let's go down. I want to go everyone on the screen. On the screen, I want to go. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Look at that. Okay? 25. The assembly of ourselves together as is the manner of some. But what? Just one another and so much more, the more as you see the day approaching. So he says, you know, as the end time approaches more and more, we should gather even more. That the closer we are to the end, the more we need church. So then that church then, we need church much more, 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 more. So we should gather together often, okay, to grow together, okay? So that when we're together, we are, we are taught together, we are discipled, we are, we are built up, we are defied, and we can grow further in our maturity in things of the spirit, in things of life. Hallelujah. All right? So part of spiritual growth is being part of a local assembly, okay? Being taught there, consistently being a part of it, okay? Constantly being fully attached to it. Whatever happens there passes through you. It's important, okay? It's part of how we grow. And this is Bible teaching that we don't forsake the assembly of the saints. Now, we are in this, we are in this way, people sell sort of things like, you know, um, pool, you know, they try to clean the cock and uh, Yeah. Acts 2. We have to be careful with this, okay? Be careful with these things. They sound very noble, they sound very, very freeing and, lib- and liberating. But you, they end people in bondage. Amen. They end people in bondage. So be careful how you hear. And be careful who you listen to. Be careful what tingles your fancy. What makes you feel, you know, yes, it's true. No, people say when you such things, like, it's true. Church is talking, it's not so important. Why are they everywhere? Why are they put churches? Be careful with those things. Be careful. I saw someone, someone on Facebook recently that was saying, why is, why is Bishop building churches all over, all, over, all over Nigeria? That can he please build, you know, Schools, I'm like, no, <sighs> God said, me, I'm doing it. You build the school, build the school. Well, we will support you with money, but don't tell me to leave what I'm doing. But those things are more commonplace these days, and we believers have to be able to stand against it because once, once you believe it, we're in trouble. Once you church people believe it, we are done for. Amen. So, everyone keeps speaking through people like us. Church people like us, so that you know we can better believe it. They said, if Alangba, if, if the world does not open mouth, Alangba will not enter inside. Lizard will not enter inside. In the Yoruba now, right? So if there is no crack within the church, the world will not be able to get in, get in and, and attack us. But once we open this door, we will be these days. This internal fight we have, this, this, this civil war in the church that we're having, 
Trust me talking trash every day. If you open that wall, guess what? Your enemy is happy and is coming. Yeah. Amen. No government likes church. No government likes the church's power. All through history, no government likes the church's power. No, we don't like it. So, but if we are strong, they cannot come and they can't come against you. But once you fight each other, they are coming. So in all these things, anything that talks down the church, don't be a part of it. Don't be a part of it. It's not, it's not going to work. Okay, Acts 2. 40 to 47. Acts 2, 40 to 47. Let's go together. 40 to 47. Verse 40. Once you go, yes. And with many other words, testified and exhorted them, saying, be safe from this perverse generation. For the one, then those who gladly received this word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Hallelujah. But, and they continue steadfast. Look at this. In the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers, then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Verse 44. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common. 45. And sold their possessions and gave, yeah, divided them out. Look at this. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. For the seven, praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily those who are being saved. Look at that. They gathered daily. Amen. The early church gathered daily to be taught by the apostles. To be taught, to pray, to fellowship, to break bread, but they gathered daily. Now, whenever we're doing daily, we are doing mostly twice a week and then online conversations, right? This is the way of the church to gather. They knew they had the Spirit of God upon them, but it did not say, everybody go to your own tent and just ask, like, you know, you are, you are, you are, you are God's church on your own. When you get to, when you get to your house, watch you go by yourself, don't need church, can you come, can you come? How will you our day? That, all right? So, this is the point here. They gather together to be taught the apostles' doctrine. So, meaning that teaching was a core part of their, of their discipleship. Teaching. Gather together to be taught the apostles' doctrine. They taught them something. They taught them so much every day. It was that important. Hallelujah. Acts 19. Acts 19, 8 to 12. So, there is this, um, I read this in the book, it's a parable of the wild horse. The wild horse. So, the wild horse leaves the horse park, you know, the horse park with the carriage, you know, pulling a, pulling a, a caravan and stuff like that. It leaves the, you know, jackpot from the, from the caravan, you know, and feels free. So, no more no more every day, carrying somebody about, clinical, clinical. so he was in the wild, and he felt free. He could do anything he wanted. He could, he could oof, he could do all sorts. He was free. He didn't have to tow a particular line anymore. He had to be in order. He could live anyhow. And he felt for a few minutes, he felt free. He felt very free. No pressure, no accountability, no disturbance, just freedom. But soon, night came. And okay, when I was in the park, we had shelter. In, in our owner's house, we had shelter. So when the rain falls, we will not be under the rain. 
be, will be kept. Someone will watch, watch after us and protect us. Also, we had balanced diets. Not just eating anything you see in the bush. Not in the wild. Anything you see is what you eat. And if you don't see food also, no food. If you're, if you're in your owner's park, owner's, owner's house, if you have a headache or something, a, a plane in your body, virus or something, the owner will care for you. But if you have, if you have a, an ailment in the bush, who cares for the wild horse? And even much more, when the lions come, the predators come, who will watch after the wild horse? So it feels free and happy for a few minutes, but very soon, danger comes after the wild horse. So is why God puts the believer under shepherds. A pastor's job is to be a shepherd, to protect, to guide, to teach, to flog also. It's part of the job of shepherding. Paul told Timothy, rebuke, rebuke, correct, encourage, but also rebuke sharply. So there's also room for sharp rebuke. It's part of being a shepherd and a parent. I love my child, but I have to give him some, some time, just some taps, you know, or go and face the wall. And while crying, I'm happy, I'm happy he's crying. He looks cute, but it's, the crying is, is affecting, but he has to face the wall for him to learn and get better. Hallelujah. So, we need to take church seriously. Take the teaching seriously and apply them. Acts 19 to 12. Acts 19, 8 to 12. Are we there? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's continue. Right. Once we go, and he went into the synagogue, this is talking about Paul, and spoke boldly for three months, reason and persuading concerning things of the kingdom of God. Verse 9. But when some were adding and did not believe, but spoke evil of the way for the multitude, he departed from them and withdrew disciples, reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. Verse 10. And this continued for two years, so that all who dwelt in Asia heard one of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, both Jews and Greeks. Please can stop there. Paul took them aside. After doing three months daily training, now for two and a half years teaching. Wow. Two and a half years of daily meeting, daily teaching. That is proper discipleship. Hallelujah. That is what proper discipleship. They will know what they believe. They will know why they believe it. They will know how to apply it. Hallelujah. This is so important. So, so important that Paul took them aside and taught daily for two and a half years. The teaching is important to your Christianity. Hallelujah. Acts 20, verse 7 to 12. Extensive teaching is a core part of Christian growth. Do you understand? Extensive teaching. Talk core, core, people, people, sorry, non Yoruba people. Yoruba is good for spice, you know. Yeah. Glory to Jesus. Teaching you over and over and over and over. See, put, putting you there, it's not, it's not always good. I mean, go back to Yoruba. All right. That you are there for one hour being taught. Two, three, four, being taught is good for your Christian work. Amen. It's good for you. You should have appetite for God's word, appetite for it. So that you are there for five hours and say, Pastor, let's go on. Not that after 10 minutes, you are doing. Pastor, it's, it looks cool in our day, but if you told Paul, it's probably like, hey. In Acts 20, Paul taught them. So much so, someone fell down and died. It was so long, the guy went from sleepy to sleep. He was sleeping before he actually slept and, 
I fell off. Paul went there, woke the guy up. You would think they just do Thanksgiving. What is your father? I want to share more. I want to take it. I want to die on me. I just go. But Paul went and thought the daybreak. As in, you die, you die, you walk, sit down, continue. <laughs> and thoughts till daybreak. Why? The teaching is important. There is no real faith without sound teaching. There is no real Christian walk without sound teaching. You can pray to your blue in the face. Without sound teaching is nonsense. So the more they pray, the more they are prayed on. Yeah. But they're like, Father, we pray. We pray. And I'm like, what are you praying? Oh, Lord, shall me, No, shall me. Three hours. What are you doing to yourself? Hallelujah. The teaching is important. That you get the teaching is important. Because fire in your spirit is important. Without the teaching, the faith does not produce. Amen. So we are in this we are in January, everybody's fasting. I'm happy they are fasting. I'm very happy they are fasting. But if there's no word in that fast, it becomes nothing's happening. Hallelujah. The fast doesn't have, doesn't have God do anything. Do you get my point here? That it not eat. Doesn't do anything to God. That it not eat. Doesn't grow your spirit. People just think this fasting thing just, you know, when you fast, God will be happy with you. And now bless you. Oh boy, you will so go hungry. Yeah. What is fasting? Real fasting is taking that time of distractions to spend time with God in study and in prayer. Full stop. Every other one is what, we, what man put into it. So, without the study and the prayer, the fast is vibes. Hunger vibes, which is not. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, if I would fast, I would tell you take time off in your day. Just you and God in study and in prayer, you are fasted. Amen. God is not marking scores of when you know it, when you know it in the morning. He has no record of, of you know it in the morning. Do you understand? There's no scoreboard on the, in heaven that could John Lane a such a such a dedicated boy. He know it. Yeah. See, in your covenant, all it was all they do was in the flesh. All they could do was in the flesh. They are dead spirits. So to worship God, they would go hungry. Everything is in the body. If they are, if the God they would put on sackcloth because all they do is in the body. When the, when the, there was there was a people God, what David when 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 I was you know, rejoicing, he danced with all his might. Everything is body. Hey, hey, that's how, that's how they could show God affection. All in the body. Hallelujah. That's all they could do. But if you think that by doing, God will be you are deceiving yourself. It doesn't work that way. Amen. That's not your mind now. Okay, Johnny, you just danced. Real worship for the, for, the, for the blind Christ is from the spirit out. So what is your energetic dancing? <laughs> if it has no flow from inside out, you just dance the good dance. You're not David, sir. You're a man in Christ. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hallelujah. So, go beyond the, the, the form to the substance. Go beyond the form to the substance. Spiritual things. Your worship is spiritual. Your growth is spiritual. Inside out. So we study. We study. Philemon 1 6. You know, the things that we call the apostles' doctrine, okay, are the things that Christ taught his disciples when he came back, you know, when he rose from the dead for 40 days, before he went, went, to, went back to heaven. That he taught them daily for 40 days. Now, before that, he had, he had been with them for 10 and a half years, with, with them teaching them also. But after that teaching, he had now showed them again that now that, 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 that they've come back up from the dead, the syllabus has changed. Do you understand? You have to get what I'm teaching right now to, to, to make sense of, 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 of our life in Christ. That what I'm teaching right now is not complete. So all you saw before is good, right? But I'm giving you what, what, what is right now, what, 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 where we are right now. In my 40 days teaching you, if I go back to heaven, that if you don't get this part, don't fully get it. So he taught them, this is in Acts 1, Acts 1 to 3. He taught them for 40 days that they will understand what he has done with his death, burial, and resurrection. That without this part of it, you don't fully get it. Otherwise, when he died and rose, just come back to heaven straight. He didn't did, did be with them for 40 days. He was with them to teach them, to make them understand the new covenant in Christ, the new covenant in Christ. Same thing also, he taught also Paul, Revelation. And these are the things that are in the epistles. These things are the things in the epistles. The Ephesians 3, Paul told them, you know, you must have heard about my, 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 my dispensation of, of God's grace, you know, to know the mystery of Christ, clinical, clinical, that these things I have written already briefly. So, the knowledge of Christ is written in the epistles. Do you understand me this morning? These things that Christ taught the apostles, you know, the 12 and, yeah, and Paul, are the things in the epistles. In the epistles. So, meaning this, that if I will fully understand the new covenant, I will find it in the epistles. Do you get me this morning? If Christ taught them after the resurrection, 40 days, and he now taught Paul also, and Paul says, these things I have written briefly in Ephesians 3, so about Ephesians 1 and 2 and so on, that I've written it in the epistles. Okay? Meaning that, all of the, of the epistles together are a documentation of what happened in Christ Jesus. Who he is, what he did, and who we are because of what he did. So if I will understand my right in Christ, if I will understand who I am in Christ, what we have in Christ, I will find it in the epistles. Do you understand this? So it means that if I want to know God, I will start from the epistles. If I want to know where I am in Christ, I will start from the epistles. Ephesians 3. Let's go there. Ephesians 3. We'll come back to this guy, okay? But Ephesians 3 first. Father, I pause this morning. Ephesians 3, from verse 1 to 7. Once we go, once, once together on the screen, once we go. For this reason, I, Paul, prisoner of Christ Jesus for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, all right? All that by revelation 
it made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly written already. Okay? By which, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Verse 5. Which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to the holy apostles and prophets. Please can pause there. Look at that. So he's saying, what I'm saying to you now was never fully known before. It was never fully known. Meaning this, if I only read Isaiah, I will not get it. If I cram Genesis to Malachi, I will not get it. Do you understand? If I even cram up to John, I will not get it. Why? These things were not made fully known in that age. Do you understand? So it's in the epistles that the knowledge of Christ is fully revealed. So meaning that all that happened before is only decoded in New Covenant, in the epistles. So to understand God's nature, his personality, his character, I will see it in the epistles. Do you understand? So this means that the people that will grow must consistently study and eat the epistles. In all of I maybe one year, I know that I like it is good. But make sure you eat the epistles much more. You eat the epistles much more. That is where your life in Christ is described. I would not see man in Christ fully in, in Abraham's story. I would have glimpses and ideas, right? But it is fully explained, decoded in the epistles. Second Peter 1, 10 to 12. Second Peter 1, 10 to 12. Second Peter 1, 10 to 12. Are we good this morning? Is it going well? Hallelujah. All right. Second Peter 1, 10 to 12. Once we go, of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and said carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you? All right? Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating, then testified before, and suffering of Christ and the glories that would follow. All right? Verse 12. To them it was revealed that not to themselves, okay, but to us they were ministering the things which have not been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you and the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. These things which angels desire to look into. What he's saying, okay? That prophets of old, Isaiah, Jeremiah, they try to get it. As, as they wrote those things, they try to understand it. They didn't fully get what they were writing. They didn't fully get it, but just wrote it down. They don't understand, but wrote it down. So they try to search. What are they saying? They try to look into it, but they could not get it. These things have now been revealed to us in the epistles. Good response. Hallelujah. So it was told to them that this is not about them, but about us. So all they saw, all they wrote, they didn't get it, but they knew that something is coming. There are some blessed guys in the future that will eat off all of these things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And these things are in the epistles. Hallelujah. So this I've been revealed to us by, the, you know, by those who have taught us the gospel. Okay? These things are in the epistles. So, if I will know my rights in Christ, if I will know about the new man in Christ, who he is, what he has, hallelujah, I will study the epistles. I will eat the epistles. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Good. Philemon 6. 
So, to understand Isaiah, I go to the epistles. To understand what Isaiah, I go to the epistles. To get Jeremiah, I go to the epistles. To get the Psalms, I go to the epistles. The things they wrote and saw that would happen have now happened and are now explained in the epistles. Hallelujah. So, Isaiah envies me. Ooh. Hallelujah. Bible says, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Oh, that day is so glorious. Ooh, yeah. And those days are in the epistles documented. Hallelujah. Good. Philemon 1 6. Let's go together. Once we go, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the what? The acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So he's saying that your faith work will produce by you knowing the things yours in Christ. Your faith work will become effective by understanding the things yours because you are in Christ. That by knowing what it means to be in Christ, my faith work will produce. Now, in Greek, we have, we have different words that, that, that are called knowledge in English. English is very bad. English is a very, very weak language. Very weak language. So, in the Greek, we have three words really used for knowledge. In fact, two, knowledge. You know, we have gnosis, all right? And we have epignosis. Now, what we call Greek in church, it's not, it's not to sound lofty or to sound, you know, deep. It's because English is bad. So don't tell you the Greek. You don't really understand that it's different things. Do you understand? So it's not to make, it's not to like pass on those Greek. It's, it's, not to, it's, not, it's to make you understand that some words are not as it looks in English language. So we have, generally, we have gnosis and we have epignosis. We now have Ido, E-I-D-O. All right? Now let's have gnosis. Gnosis means, you know, doctrine. Doctrine, you know, um, knowledge, a body of knowledge, okay? It's a good word, right? It's a good word, okay? But it's not complete. Gnosis can be, can be inaccurate, can be incomplete, but it's also knowledge, okay? Generally, it's not to be a good word, but it can also be very incomplete, not thorough, okay? We now have epignosis. Epignosis. Epi means upon gnosis. Strengthening gnosis. More accurate, more thorough, more complete. Hallelujah. So here he says, your faith becomes effective by the epignosis of every good thing in you because you're in Christ Jesus. That your faith work produced by having a complete, thorough knowledge of who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Your faith work will produce by epignosis. Complete knowledge. Thorough knowledge. Heartfelt knowledge. People can know gnosis and, and not be changed. For example, you can go to school as a Muslim or atheist and study theology and become a professor of theology, of theology. You know, you know Bible, but you're an atheist. So he knows gnosis, but he's not transformed. So we can, we can have false gnosis. We can't have false epignosis. Hallelujah. We can have incomplete gnosis. We can't have incomplete epignosis. Glory to Jesus. You can know gnosis and not be changed, but epignosis will change you. Epignosis will change you from inside out. So epignosis is heartfelt, deep, complete, transforming knowledge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So, your faith work will produce by epignosis. Are we good this morning? Yes, sir. 1 Corinthians 8 1. 1 Corinthians 8 1. 1 Corinthians 8 1. Are we there? Want to go? Now, concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Face now. In English, what do you see? Knowledge, knowledge. Alright? But this is gnosis. Gnosis. So he's saying that gnosis can puff up. Can make you proud. Add knowledge. Can make you proud. Hallelujah. But epignosis changes character. It's knowledge from the spirit out, transforming the body, transforming the soul. Glory to Jesus. So, what we see, knowledge puffs up. People now say, ah, knowledge is not good. Knowledge puffs. You see the problem with English. Knowledge puffs up. Incomplete knowledge puffs up. So, I used to people that were once, once saved and now, you know, left, left church, became unsafe, well, whatever it is. Left the church. All right? And you're not trying to tell them about Christ. And they're telling you, you're preaching to me. I know everything. I know I will teach you. I was going to church. I was just like you. you were I used to do all that. I've met them before. I will teach you. See that? Gnosis have filled his brain. See, when people stop praying, studying, and going to church, they quickly become only Gnosis-based people. So it's all head knowledge, nothing in the heart. Hallelujah. So Gnosis can puff up, not epignosis. But God's will for you is epignosis. Complete, thorough, perfect knowledge of him. First Timothy 2. First Timothy 2. Glory to Jesus. How are you doing? How are you doing? Am I stressing you out? I'm moving too, I'm moving too much. It's fine. <laughs> First Timothy 2. Now, before we get there, you see that epignosis is epignosis, meaning that it is built on gnosis, meaning that it is built on study. It is not random vibish knowledge. People say, I had a vision, and I saw clinical, clinical, clinical revelation. Please, oh. Epignosis is built on gnosis. For it to be real epi- epignosis, it must, be, it must be from thorough, sound, by interpretation. Do you understand? It must make sense with scripture. Don't tell me what you saw, you know, you saw, you saw, you know, Mary gave you, you know, gave you a... You know, uh. Amen. It must gel with gnosis. That's the point. Whatever you hear must make some interpretational sense. It must join. People begin to find revelation knowledge and go, they just enter bush. You know them, Abby? There's one that happened in OAU. Let me drag the OAU gel. Great fair, great fair. Another can is a counterfeit. Okay, let's drag the jet now. All right. 
So that was that they said God say coming back on so and so day. So you need students. Stop going to lectures, missed exams, praying and waiting for Jesus to come back. University, university, university people, you need people in a university. So, this is the point. Revelation must make sense with scripture. Did Christ say anywhere that when I'm coming, don't do anything, just wait? What did they say? Occupy till I come. Keep doing what I sent you till I come. So, it must make sense with Gnosis. This guy, this way, people have a lot of revelation knowledge. Be careful. People are here, every pastor. Some of us hear every, every pastor. Every, when the pastor is just raining, when it's trending, ah, this is raining man now. Go to YouTube, download. Not that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. First one, two. Three to four. Okay. Let's go to verse one. Let's verse one so it makes sense. Verse one. One to four. Are we good this morning? Are we learning? Good, 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 good. All right. Verse one. All right. One to go. Therefore, I exhort first of all supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and all wine authority, lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, verse 4, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Knowledge here is epignosis. God desires that not, not only get saved, but you come to the epignosis of truth. come to the epignosis of truth. You come to perfect, complete, thorough knowledge of the truth. So not, not, only, not only get them saved, but they must be saved and taught thoroughly. They must get it. Why? Your lambano is based on your epignosis. Lambano, know what it means to lay hold of that in Christ. So your laying hold of things yours in Christ is based on your epignosis, your complete and thorough knowledge of the things yours in Christ. So that it is yours does not mean you can possess it. You need to know. You need to really know, not just in your, not just in your head, gnosis, but at deep knowledge burning in your heart. Hallelujah. So you can think of Jesus once, okay? You know, it was, I think it was when he was sick. And like I said, the Bible says, if you have faith, you begin to come, you'll be healed. And like, God, I have faith. I have faith. I believe. I, I, I believe. And God told him, you believe only as far as you know. You believe. On to you, sir, you believe. You believe only as far as you know. This is your believing. It's you that thinks you believe. This is your belief is not complete. It's not thorough. Because you only know so far. Some people have said, I used faith. Faith did not work. Faith, this faith thing I tried, I, I believed, did not work. They believed only as far as they know. It's why we must grow in knowledge. So our faith can be productive. Hallelujah. We must grow in knowledge. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. The strength of your lambano 
is based on the strength of your epignosis. Why am I using Greek quotes again? Because English doesn't, English doesn't do the job. English doesn't do the job. English says in Hebrews 4.16, cause lambano, that you may obtain. <sighs> obtain is not... Does it say it all? What lambano? Lambano means to take hold what is yours already. Do you understand? So not just obtain. Obtain does not do it for us. It means to lay hold, to take, to use what's already yours in Christ. So it's not just, it's not just knowing it in your head. It's knowing it so that you can use it and get results. So your lambano is based on your epignosis. The strength of your lambano is based on the strength of your epignosis. So if I go further in epignosis, I go further in lambano. If I progress in the word, I progress in life. If all I do is pray without growing in knowledge, I don't make any progress. If I'll progress in life, I will progress in the word first. We must pray. Yes. But we must pray right prayers. There are many prayerful people that are stuck. They are stuck. They are even angry with God, but they still pray because everybody everybody calls them prayer warriors. They have to keep praying. You know, the prayer, they're not praying about the prayer, but they have to pray because they call them prayer warriors. They don't like the prayer anymore. So why they are praying with strong faces, angry faces? In church, there are the most angry people in church. Their faces are strong, angry, dejected. Angry. But they must pray because people call them prayer warrior. They must feel good about the prayer. They don't, they don't, ah, if they don't pray, the people say they are not spiritual. So they keep praying, sitting in church. Ah, ooh, 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 but they're not. They are angry. Life is not moving because your lambano is fed off knowledge. It's as though the devil likes to kind of make people pray sometimes. Just pray, don't worry, keep praying. Just go. Shano may keep going. No, son, just pray. Pray your Shano for three hours. Keep going. Ah, Shano, Shano. Doesn't it affect him? Because if they keep waiting for mercy, they don't obtain mercy. If they keep what? Begging for mercy. They don't lay hold of mercy. Hiya. So they are praying, God, mercy. I'm like, God is like, check your account. There's mercy inside. Yeah. 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 Daddy, send me 50K. Oh, God, there's 5M in your account. Withdraw. Take for the using. Glory to Jesus. So, in Ephesians 1, Paul told the many in Ephesians 1, says, you are accepted. First, verse 3 says, you are blessed. With every blessing in every places. You are blessed. Next thing, you are accepted. You are beloved. You are adopted. You are this. You are that. Everything. Okay? Told them everything in one chapter. Blessed. blessed, blessed accepted. Beloved. Sealed. In one chapter. What does not tell the next? Verse 15. After telling them all that, because you are in Christ, you are blessed. You are adopted. Okay? And I don't think it was looks like just normal, again, English word, just normal adopted. But in Roman culture, if I go, if I go all out to adopt you, I, I, I came to meet you, you come to meet me. It means I can't reject you. I can't disown you. Because I came to adopt you. Now, to us, it, to us, it just means adopted child. You're not even a rich child, safe. You're an adopted child. I mean, in normal in Nigerian, Nigerian, Nigerian understanding. But to Roman, 
in their law. I came to adopt you. I came to adopt you. I chose you. Meaning, I can't disown you. So, it's a high level of sonship. Glory to Jesus. So, Paul telling them, blessed, adopted, you know, um, accepted, sealed and all that. Let me say, you know, I've said all this. I'm praying for you to get it. Verse 15. Verse 15. Let's go together. Therefore, I also, after I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer. So I'm praying for you always with, with, with thanksgiving and also you know, everything I'm praying for you, right? So I pray this prayer for you every time. All right? Verse 16. Verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the epignosis of him. So I'm praying for you that you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation so you can have a complete, thorough, transforming knowledge of him. Knowledge that will change you from inside out. Hallelujah. Verse 18. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, look at that, being flooded with light. Hallelujah. They may have a flood of relational knowledge, a flood light of knowing, knowledge that burns, that sets your heart on fire. Hallelujah. Hey. Are you there before? Within your Bible, just start jumping. Oh, this is so good. Glory. Knowledge that charges up your spirit, man. Have you been there before? Flood dead with light. Look at that. It says that you may know. The know that is I do. Now, it says it means I see what you are saying. I see what you mean. Yeah. So, yes, you just like flood light. Just you know, flood light. Bam. Oh, I, I see it now. I, so, I'm praying for you that you have those moments of, wow, I see it now. Divine health. Oh, this is, I see it now. Hallelujah. Prosperity. Oh, wow. I see it now. Holiness. Oh, this is how it works. Oh, I see it now. So, your epignosis is based on moments of, wow, I get it now. I get it now. I get it now. Hallelujah. Right. Now, you may know what? What is the hope of his calling? What is the hope he has? So, there's, a, there's, there's something in our calling. There's a hope in that calling. Hallelujah. There are things in this calling. There are things in this light I must see. Hallelujah. This calling has a hope. There are things in this box that have to unpack and begin to understand and see. The hope of this calling. The hope of this calling. What it means to be man in Christ. It means something. It has benefits. I'm not a mere man. I'm not man in Christ. A man in I'm in Christ's dead. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. That you may know what is the hope of this calling. Romans 8 says, says, if you are in Christ, you are now heirs of God. You are now joint heirs with Christ. Joint heirs. We have the same inheritance, sir. Do you understand? So I may know what is the hope of this calling. We have many crime believers. Because they don't idol the hope of their calling. They don't see it. They don't see it. They feel very small. They feel very helpless. They ask themselves, 
What's wrong between me and my unsafe neighbor? What's wrong between me? He has a car I don't have. Look at those nonsense talks. Amen. He built house. I've not built my own. See how his wife is fine. See his son. Everything, 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 everything looks, everything looks very good for him. Why? He's not seeing the hope of his calling. He doesn't get it yet. Hallelujah. He doesn't see that he's blessed with it spiritual blessing in Christ. Every spiritual blessing in Christ. So it means that whatever is in Christ belongs to me. Hallelujah. We have to see it. Let's go. That you may know what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So your inheritance as a child of God is rich with glory. Is rich with glory. We need to unpack this glory to live it. We need to unpack it, to understand it, then we can live it. Hallelujah. Revelation knowledge. We need to know the overcoming, to know the riches. You now Paul says, my God shall what supply all your needs. According to what? His riches in glory. So these riches can pay your bills. Glory to Jesus. This riches can pay your bills. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you may know. This knowledge will change your life from inside out. No more smallness. No more small thinking. A man in Christ. So I have an inheritance. The same one that Jesus has. So, imagine Jesus with malaria. Let's start from there. With malaria on his bed. And telling him, sorry, don't die. Sorry, don't die. Sorry, don't die. But then now, show John. Take fancy that. Two tabs. You know. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying drugs are bad. No, they are good. It's, 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 it's good. It's science. You know, God bless the science. I know that. It's good, right? But you get to a point whereby with all that medicine, I know I am healed and I will abandon my healing. Again, I deliberately said with other medicine. So I didn't say those, I didn't say those meds. Some, some, some people say it is to use that meds when I pray for the medicine. Use it well and provide it. Don't go and throw your tabs away, Rachel. Don't throw your tabs away. Don't forget that we are going, we are going to hypnosis. We are going to these things. So don't go and act like you're a PhD when you're learning. When, when you're not one. Yeah. But I should be growing into the image of the sun. I should be growing into the image of the sun. I should be growing. Epignosis. Epignosis. When I have a pain in my head, I know, I know how to deal with it. Hallelujah. When I feel discouraged, I know how to, know how to deal with discouragement. When I feel sad, I know how to deal with sadness. I know how to, 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 to dispel it away. Epignosis. These things, your lambano again, is fed on the strength of your epignosis. So, if I grow in evidence knowledge, I grow in my skillful lambano. Alright, look at this. Look at this. And to know, what is the word? The exceeding greatness of his power to what us will believe. See, according to the walking of his mighty power, verse 20, which he walked in Christ, and he raised him from the dead, and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Hallelujah. 22. 
and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things for the child which is his body Woo! the fullness of him who feels all in him. now don't forget you are in Christ and we are the church and we are his fullness that feels everywhere with him so anything that's under his feet is under my feet also because why I am his body in fact, I'm, 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 I'm his matching agency I'm his, I'm his body so I'm his trampling agency see he's the head I am the boss. I'm the what? I'm his trampling agency. Yes. So if I don't tramp, it's not tramped. The head doesn't tramp. So if the body does not tramp, there's no trampling. We are his body. We are his workmanship. Hallelujah. So whatever work we do on the head is me. I am his workmanship. Hallelujah. So he says, I'm praying that you will know the power. He didn't say pray to have the power. Pray to know the power. So if I'm praying to have the power, I'm praying wrong. So if I'm praying to have it, again, it's as though I'm begging for mercy. If I keep begging for mercy, I will not lambano the mercy. If I keep praying for power, I will never use the power because I will think that the power is coming. But the power is now there. So I'm praying to understand the flow of the power. I'm talking already. The power I already have. Not the one I will have. This power has been worked in Christ when he died when I was again. The same power that took Christ off from the dead now lives in me by the Spirit. So I'm praying to know epignosis, the power at work in me. The more I know it, the more I flow in it. So you see, you write prayers to pray. Prayers to know the things ours in Christ. Colossians 1. Colossians 1, 9 to 12. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. Paul says, I pray this for you every day. Now, now, if you are smart a little, don't be, don't be, to be very smart. If you are smart a little, Someone says, I pray this for you daily. What, what should I tell you? Pray it for yourself daily. It's not deep. Colossians 1. So what is your bar? Change it to revelation knowledge of God's word. Change the prayer. Stop it. Change it. What is You, bag <laughs> 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 Glory to Jesus. I'm happy, Abby. That life just dropped. <laughs> I won't leave you, darling. <laughs> Hallelujah. Colossians 1 verse 9. Again, for this reason. For what reason? Yeah, all I have told you. For this reason. I've told you you are blessed. You are loved. You are adopted, you are special, you are healed, and all that. For this reason, I'm praying for you. Look at this. For this reason, we also together, together, since the day we heard it, will not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I'm praying for you to have epignosis in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. It is spiritual. It's not cramming. It's not my Bible school. It is spiritual knowledge. It's why we pray for it. Otherwise, 
Just open your book and study it, you'll be fine. What he's saying, this kind of knowledge, epignosis. So it means, as I'm studying it, I'm praying that God, I need to see what you're saying. The spirit of wisdom, revelation. Now, it's not saying a different spirit. It's still the same Holy Spirit, okay? But that it begins to operate in you in this dimension of understanding Scripture better. That's why he says in the Colossians, says that he may be filled, you know, let's go back to verse 9. Verse 9, verse 9, verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. For this reason, uh, that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will, with all wisdom shall understand it. The same prayer in Ephesians 1, the same prayer. Just, just different language, but the same prayer. All right? Verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. That you may walk worthy of the Lord. Look at this. So if, if you don't have epignosis, you cannot walk worthy of the Lord. People now, they, they are sons living like slaves because why? They don't have epignosis. So you only walk worthy of your calling by epignosis. Do you understand? So it says that the more you know, the more you can walk worthy of sonship. You can walk like your Lord. The more you know, the more you can walk like him. It says fully pleasing him. Epignosis. Look at that. Being fruitful in every good work. So you are fruitful based on your epignosis. You are fruitful in your Christian pursuit based on your epignosis. Spiritual understanding. Heartfelt deep knowledge. Hallelujah. Look at that. An increasing in the epignosis of God. Mean that epignosis is ever growing. We don't get to one point like, ah, I've reached. No, we don't reach. We keep getting better. We keep getting better. To what? To we attain, if possible, on, the, on this earth, the fullness of the measure of Christ. Colossians, Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. I must grow. I must grow in epignosis. I must grow in epignosis. I must grow. This has to be my life's pursuit. Growth in the knowledge of God. Growth beyond everything else. Above all things. Growth in the knowledge of God. To see him clearly. To follow him, you know how they say it, nearly, right? To see him clearly. This has to be my life's work. Epignosis. Ephesians 3. Let's go to, um, I think, 14 or so, too. Karaka, Karako, Sumete. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm 14. Right? Look at this. For this reason, again, I bow my knees to the Father for our Lord Jesus Christ. All right? 15. These are, quality, quality, these are good prayers. Quality prayers to pray. Quality prayers to pray. If you want to pray very well, pray these prayers in Scripture. In the epistles. Don't have a praying Psalms. Don't go to me. Don't that me. Another kind of prayer I will pray. Those are prayers for their day. It is not for our day. Do you understand? God, kill my enemies. It's not for our day. It is not for our day. Amen. The right prayers. So when you're praying, you're praying the Psalms, pray Psalms that are, that are, that's really what our day. Pray Psalms that are still aligning with new Christian realities. Do you understand? Otherwise, look for prayers in the epistles. All right? Once we go, from whom the whole family 
in heaven and on earth is named. I feel, I feel so romanced already. Oh, from... <laughs> ah, verse 16. That he would grant you, according to the riches of this glory, to be strengthened with might through a spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend, again, with all the saints, what is the width and length and depth and height. Look at it. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This is the goal. Fullness. Fullness. Not theory, not, not, not fullness in theory. Theoretical fullness and fullness. I know you are full. Not, not the theory, but f- to get God-like results. The fullness of God. So God is not the one stopping you from anything. It is your growth that needs to match up. All things in Christ are yours. It's a call to growth. Grow to fullness. Grow to fullness. And summer, there's no time. I want to go to fullness. I don't have time. I don't, I don't like, like beyond yet. 120. If I leave 120, I don't have time. I can't, I can't just ghost all day, play all day, no study, no prayer. Ghost all week. One will like epignosis. One will like, you know, one will like go to fullness. One will like fullness. Will I even near one fourth of fullness this way? The way I'm going right now. Will you near one third of fullness? Amen. The way I'm going, you're like, will you near one tenth of fullness? Hallelujah. Can be on our feet this morning. I commit to growth in knowledge. I commit to play my part. Prayerful study. Prayerful study. Prayerful study. Prayerful study. Stop in a red prayerful study. I commit to growth. I commit to growth. Prayerful study. Prayerful study. Prayerful study. How ah, come on, pray this morning? Prayerful study. The spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. In knowledge of you, the eyes of my understanding is enlightened. The spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. The spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. Come on, pray it after me. Pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it in the Holy Ghost. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. The eyes of my heart is filled with light. The eyes of my heart. Is flooded with light. The eyes of my heart is flooded with light. The eyes of my heart is flooded with light. The eyes of my heart is flooded with light. The eyes of my heart is flooded with light. Oh, I see it now. I get it now. Now I see what you are saying. The eyes of my heart is flooded with light. 
I have elimination knowledge. I have elimination. I have elimination. I see it clearly now. I see it clearly now. The spirit of wisdom. A revelation. In the inside of you. The spirit of wisdom. A revelation. In the knowledge of you. The eyes of my understanding. Is filled with light. That I may know the hope of my calling. That I may know the hope of my calling. That I may know the riches. Your inheritance in me, your child. That I may know the power at work in me. That I may know the power available to me. Pray this morning. The spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The eyes of my heart is enlightened. The eyes of my heart is enlightened. So I know more and more the hope of my calling. So I know more and more the riches of inheritance amongst your saints. That I may know the riches of the glory of inheritance in all the saints. That I may know the power available to me. That same power that took Christ off from the dead and sat him at your right and heavenly places. Far above. Far above. All dominion. All name. All power. Every name that can be named. Not only in this age, but also yet to come. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. Come on, pray some more. Pray some more. My see, Lord. My see. My see. I see it now. 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 I have the spirit of wisdom. I have knowledge. The spirit of wisdom. I have knowledge of you. Pray some more. 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 This knowledge will change your life. The knowledge of God will change your realities. 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 More and more lambano. 
by epignosis. The Lord of God will change your life. Heartfelt knowledge, deep mud in my spirit, light in my heart. The eyes of my heart is filled with light. Oh, pray some more. Pray some more. Pray some more. Pray some more. Jonana, that's all. To know you. To know you. This do say to know you. Kiarana matosum and the dividios. Kiarana matinemenas. One purpose. Yes. To know you more and more. Yes. And I know you. Passion, one purpose. One purpose. One purpose. To know you more and more. To know you more and more. When I know you, when I know you, I'll find. No one you. Let me know you more and more. When I know you, I'll find just one passion, just one purpose, one purpose to know you one more. I'm going to keep going. When I know you, when I know you, I find you like a pseudo-lopeditibidiosis. They are not about it. On purpose, on purpose, to know you.
So, this is your path to growth. It's your path to progress. Continued epignosis. Continued epignosis. A life of hunger and thirst for God's word. How will this be? You yield to the spirit by studying. You yield by giving time to study. Time to prayerful study. You eat the sermons. You study. While studying, you can pause and even pray in tongues some more. That Lord, I need to get this thing. Get the garlic out of You pray the spirit of present prayer. That's in prayer. Spirit of revelation knowledge. You pray it again. Then go back and study some more. You eat the sermons. You pause and pray in tongues some more. Lord, I must get it. I must see what you are saying. This is your task. This is your life's work. Growth in epignosis. If you do this, you put your life on a path of ever-increasing success. That your life shines brighter and brighter every day. Never a better yesterday. You keep getting better. You keep getting better. Better and better. This is my life's work. This is your life's work. We need to take this work seriously. When you take this work seriously, when you study and pray, like your life depends on it, because truly your life depends on it. If you will live life of health, prosperity, success, faithfulness to God's work, holiness, consecration, if you get results in ministry, this is your life's work. Growth in epignosis. How? Yield to God's spirit. As you pray, yield by studying. Study. Eat the sermons. When not clear, talk to God prayerfully about it. Send me a DM. Ask me questions. But make sure you are studying and you are growing. Father, I will thank you. One more time. When I know you, I'll find me. One passion, one purpose. Just one passion, one purpose, one purpose to know you, to know you more and more. When I know you, I'll find one more time. Just one passion, one purpose, one purpose to know you. No life outside you. No life outside you. No life beside you. Let me know you more and more. Let me know you more and more. When I know you. One more time. I'll find you. Let me know you more and more. Let me know you more and more. When I know you, when I know you, I'll find. Father, thank you.
Because from today, we are refreshed with grace for prayerful study. We have an increasing measure, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of you. The eyes of our heart is filled with light that we may know the hope of our calling. That we know the things ours in Christ, our inheritance. That we know increasingly the power available to us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just then we have prayed. Amen. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world. <laughs>